you still have a safety net behind you, you're always going to have this fallback mentality of if this doesn't work out, I can still go back to whatever I was doing or whatever I'm still doing and just stay there. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I don't think I've ever introed an episode like that before. Hey, everybody. You know, I'm, I'm feeling kind of casual today. If you're with me in person right now, you'd see that I've got, or if you see this on video, you see that I've got uh, just a hat and a t-shirt on. I'm actually recording this on a Sunday. And Sunday is a cool day. It's usually a chill day. I've had conversations with a lot of people over the past couple weeks that, you know, Saturdays and Sundays are just like any other day. They're just another day of the week because I keep going at it every single day. I spent a lot of time with my family. It was cool. I got to see my nephews, plural, my two nephews in their basketball game today. And then I just came to the studio and here I am talking to you because I love, love being with you. I've got some cool stuff for you. And I'm going to run through today some stories of my life and some tips for you to make a dramatic shift wherever you're at right now and start moving in the direction that you want to go in. That could be a lot of things. That could be, hey, you want to lose weight. That could be you want to start a business. That could be you want to get a new job. You want to advance your career where you're working right now. You want to increase your relationship level with your family, your closest friends. That's cool because that's exactly what we're going to talk about today is this dramatic shift to move forward in life. And this is something that's been on my mind for a little while now, probably for about two months. And I'm excited that I get to share it with you today because it pumped me up a couple months ago when I, oh, water's creeping back up on me. I just had some espresso too. This is, squirrel. gosh, I probably had like four of those today. I get super hyped up on espresso. We've got this really cool espresso maker at the office where the studio is at Reach Out Technology and where I'm the CEO, and it's made by Jura. It's one of those super fancy, super automatic ones. You push a button, and the thing just keeps pumping out espresso all day long. You might as well have it in an IV. You know, we're not in a WeWork, but I love the WeWork concept. At least everything's there, so we try to do that as much as we can. That was a great squirrel, wasn't it? All because of a little, like, bliggity blue from my uh, water that or espresso that just kind of, like, did whatever. Anyways, we're back on topic, and I'm going to give you some cool things. This is really pulled from my life a lot. And I'm going to give you some stories from my life for each one of these tips because I've got five of them for you today. And you're going to love them because they've helped me move forward. The first one, well, let me jump back a bit because I want to tell you why you need to make a dramatic shift. It's fairly simple. And this isn't something that is going to take a long time to explain because if you feel like you're stuck right now, okay, you need a dramatic shift. If you feel like you're crushing it right now, you need a dramatic shift. Why? Because if you're not anywhere in the middle at the moment to where you're not sucking it up, it's not a horrible time in your life right now, or you're not completely crushing it and everything is just coming to you, you need to make a dramatic shift because that means, one, you might not be doing what you need to in order to get out of this pit, or two, on the other side of the spectrum, you might not be actually trying to think of the next good thing to go after because you're just coasting on where you're at right now, and that's not cool because everything changes. 
And if you don't believe that, just look at the stock market. If you don't believe that, just look at the companies over the past 100 years. If you don't believe that, look at the church and all the changes that have been made over the past just even 20 years. We were just singing hymns, you know, 20 years ago, and now everything's rocking and pop and everything else from the freaking stage at churches. Look how everything changes. And if you're crushing it now, you're not going to be five years from now because you're not going to make a dramatic shift. Everybody needs to do that. Whether you're rocking it or whether it's just a bad time in your life, you need a dramatic shift. I'm going to give you some ways that I do it. There's really five tips, and I'm going to dive into each one of these with some stories. Let's hit it. The first one is accept where you're at. And I started going through these two scenarios, right? Both ends of the spectrum. If you're not somewhere in the middle and you're not actively trying to build something or work on something and increase something, improve something, then you're not in the middle of this dramatic shift. When you know that you're at rock bottom or you know that you're at the highest top of the mountain, you need to make a dramatic shift. You cannot stay in that place. But in order to do that, you have to realize or accept right where you are right now. If you don't do that, there's no way you can have a true look at yourself and push forward from wherever you are and have an objective perspective on what needs to happen next. Now, I'll give you an example, right? Now, a lot of dramatic shifts for me have almost come upon me by design, and that's because I'm always kind of in the middle of things and always trying to come up with something different, and I'm always doing something, so momentum comes at me. As soon as I get to the point, and this actually happened a couple times, I would say last year, towards the end of last year, I was like, what the heck is going on? Now, there was one point of last year that I was at the very, very low of the lows, and there was one point last year in the same year, kind of crazy, beginning of it, I was like at the highest mountaintop ever, thinking that things couldn't possibly get any better, but I just kept activities going to build that momentum to have things come to me. This is key, because if you don't actually see where you're at right now, if you don't accept the truth of where you are, now remember we were talking about a bunch of different things, if you don't accept the truth about your weight, your fitness, your your nutrition, your job, your career, your boss, your business you're trying to start. Or maybe you're thinking, hey, I'm working at a business right now, but I want to do this thing. And I got this side hustle. I was just typing on social media comments this morning, this stupid side hustle garbage that exists because most people stay there. Now, I'm all for, I'm going to be on a show in a couple weeks talking about this. I am all for working your job nine to five, Monday through Friday, whatever, and then trying to crush it and build this amazing thing after because that's really what you're going after. See, you're filling up your time and you are absolutely all in when you're going after this new thing that is really your dream in order to crush it in life and supplant or replace that career or that job that you hated so much because this new thing that you're birthing is really what you want to do. That's cool. You're crushing it because you're all in. However, if you're going to stay there for a while and just be like, oh, you know, this is cool, or I'm going to get to it next year, or I'm going to, you know, I've got this thing right now. You know, they just gave me a raise. I was making 60K this year. They just gave me a huge 10% raise. 10% sounds like a lot, right? Why is that a lot? Because 10% of 60K is only $6,000. When you could start this thing over here and go all in and possibly blow it up to 
$100,000 or $6 million or $60 million. This is so key. You have to take a look at where you're at and accept the truth of reality where you are in order to be able to make that dramatic shift and move forward. That is the straight truth. If you're not looking at yourself in a realistic way, and not looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, what the hell are you doing, man? Or woman or dude or girl, whatever. It's not going to go anywhere. You're going to be stuck in that mode of side hustle for the longest time. You have to accept where you are. And uh, there's an episode, you, I always refer back to it because it's called Burn the Net. I don't know the number, but look it up on the podcast feed here on iTunes, Spotify, uh, wherever you're listening. Burn the Net because... That's the only way when things have come at me in life, this has worked for me to where I've had to go all in on whatever new thing there was and completely burn the net, not look behind me, not have an option to fall on the ground and kill myself because I only have the option to move forward. That's accepting the truth of where you're at. If you still have a safety net behind you, this is just a little glimpse of this episode. episode. If you still have a safety net behind you, you're always going to have this fallback mentality of if this doesn't work out, then I can still go back to whatever I was doing or whatever I'm still doing and just stay there. That is accepting the truth of where you're at is actually realizing that scenario right there. If you don't, you're going to stay doing that forever. And that's what I'm getting at with the side hustle virus. It's no good if this is where you stay for the next two years, even the next two freaking months. You can make a dramatic shift right now by just accepting where you're at and choosing to make that dramatic shift and move forward. Man, this is getting me pumped up. All right, my second one, my second tip for you that I want to talk about is losing negative people. Now, this one really, really, really sucks. Because you might not even realize who around you is actually dragging you down. And what sucks even worse is that you might think, oh, well, it's this group that I'm a part of, right? I go to this coffee thing or I go to this church or I go to this business networking group or I go have golf. I go play golf, go have golf. I was going to say go have beers. Oh, my gosh. Go have drinks, whatever, with my buddies or I'm going to go play golf, with these dudes or with these girls. And those people right now are the ones that are bringing you down. If you are around anybody and you start to tell them their ideas, I had a, I still have an amazing friend, right? And his name is Dan Evans. He's going to be a guest on the show at some point in time. And he's amazing. He was in The Biggest Loser a long time ago, 10 years ago. And he also did the Biggest Loser Run Walk Marathon. That was his gig. It, he licensed a name from NBC. It was pretty awesome. That was his gig. We get together at this place in town called Jameson's, and it's with himself and Joe, his brother, and it's really, really cool to be around them. And when, when we get talking, the three of us, it's always about these big, huge things. But it's, we got on this train of thought one time about – all the people around us that could possibly bring us down and why we appreciate when it's just the three of us that are at the table because here, I'm a Midwestern dude, right? Uh, my business, my big business, Reach Out Technology is based in Chicago. I live in the suburbs to the Southwest. 
Come and find me sometime. Come and visit. I got an awesome scotch collection. We'll have some drinks. Cool. In this area, there's a lot of business owners. And in this area, there's a lot of conventional thinking. It's not quite like the, the West Coast or the, the all the way East Coast because it's just this nice Midwestern area in the suburbs of Chicago and even in the city of Chicago, there's not really a mindset of trying to go out and crush it in a non-traditional way or get outside the box or freaking break the mold, you know, or torch the box, blow it up. There's not a lot of people around this area that think that way. And when the three of us get together, you know, the last time I remember the conversation, we were looking at buying a building just down the street and building this humongous complex, the three of us going in on this real estate deal. And there was approval that was needed from the village, of course, because it was actually an old golf course. I actually knew the, the owner of this golf course. He passed away a couple of years ago. Now the thing was in trust. We were trying to get this place set up to where we could possibly build this complex and make it worthwhile for the city. It's amazing location where it's at. Now, neither of us, or not, none of the three of us, when I say neither, because I, I look at the two brothers, Dan and Joe, as this entity, right? This single being, because they do everything together. It's really cool, a tight family unit they have, and on my side. So we were all looking at, how can we fund this deal? Now, towards the end of this amazing conversation, we were just dreaming and drinking over scotch, which, by the way, a lot of good ideas come when you drink scotch. I just want to throw it out there, especially Macallan. That's one of my favorites. If you ever want to know what to get me for a gift, Christmas, whatever, Macallan is amazing. That is where I go to. It's another squirrel. Jeez. Squirrel! Now, we're drinking scotch, going around the table, and we're thinking, man, this is just so nice. And one of us verbalized this. I can't remember who it is. But if we had had this conversation with a lot of others, they'd be like, oh, well, that's a nice idea. Where are you going to get the money? Or what else do you think you have to do? How are you going to get the zoning change from the village? Or maybe you just should probably think a little bit smaller, something more realistic. How do you like that word? Freaking realistic. Hello, nothing's reality yet until you make it reality. That's the whole point. You make this crap happen. There's no luck. There's no just things popping out of thin air. You make this crap happen on your own. If you don't freaking will it into existence, it will never happen and it will never be a reality. That's what most people around you will start saying. It's like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe go a little smaller, you know, or, or maybe think of something, maybe take it in steps and go baby steps, steps one, two, three, you know, why do you have to try to skip to step five? Why can't I go like over to step Z and then come back and accomplish these things? I don't think that you, you can necessarily skip doing the steps, but maybe, there, maybe there's a faster way to do them. That's the point of this is that if you're not around people that are ultimately lifting you up and encouraging you and not crushing every single thought that you have because they might have known you for the past 20 years since you were you know, two feet tall when you were five years old. If those are the only people around you, it's time to change that environment of your social circle and get around the people that will help pull you forward, those that are above you. And if you don't think you have something to offer them, I, I had this issue. Hey, there's a text message. Woo. If you don't think that you have something to offer these people that 
make more money than you right now or might be 10 or 20 years down the road from where you're at, that's a mistake that I made about a year and a half ago is thinking that I brought no value to the people that were further along than me. Problem is, is that they don't know how to do the crap that you do, especially if they're outside your industry. Duh. But what you have can almost always apply to any other industry or some kind of associated industry to where it's not necessarily their skill set. If you have potential and you have talent, you have knowledge that can benefit anybody, even those who have already made hundreds of millions or billions beyond what you have done, even if you're just starting out. I've noticed something really, really cool about people that have quote unquote made it is that they are so willing to help everybody else. Why? Because they were in your shoes. Especially if they were self-made, they understand the struggle. They understand the grind. They understand the shortcomings, the failures, the pits, the, the ramen noodles for dinner every night for 60 days. They understand all of that. They know exactly where you're at. All they want to see is that you are willing to take a dramatic shift and change your circle to get around people like them rather than hanging around with people who are going to keep you stuck. Lose those negative people and watch yourself break free to the next level. Oh, yes, I need a drink. Well, I'm drinking water right now, but, you know, scotch is nice too. We already talked about that a little bit, didn't we? Now, here's what else is shaking, and I want to get to this a little bit because there's another one here that is very important to me. I got up this morning. I ate breakfast. Awesome breakfast. Today's like a little bit of a carb cheat day too. I had pancakes for lunch. I had two breakfasts today. Man, so good. Then in the middle of those, I worked out. I do this three to four times a week is when I work out. I just started this thing a week and a half ago too, intermittent fasting. And there's a couple different methods. The one that I chose is to go 24 hours. Now, this 24 hours is from dinner to dinner. So you eat dinner, like tonight you eat dinner, then you go 24 hours and you eat dinner tomorrow night. So you're really fasting like two meals. That's about it. It's doable. I have a super fast metabolism and I start to feel funky the next day while I'm doing this stuff. I'm going to tell you right now, it sucks. It really, really sucks. Now, my third day doing it was yesterday. It sucked a lot less. Now, I've done it three times in the past 10 days. What I'm doing really is two days a week. That's what I'm trying to do. Why am I doing this? Because I'm trying to get some personal physical gains out of this thing. And I was reading that when you do this specifically, this intermittent fasting raises HGH, human growth hormone. It's something that kind of trails off as you get older. I'm 40 years old. Whatever, it doesn't matter to me. I'm still in fantastic shape because of how often I work out and how often I actually feel that that's important to me, which is pretty freaking frequently. And 
this human growth hormone is supposed to help you burn fats and also help you get good physical gains. Why? Because HGH is actually what repairs your muscles when you give those muscle tears when you lift, which is primarily what I do. I really don't do cardio. And all the cardio nuts out there, that's fine. You can talk to me, but I have stayed lean and trim by lifting only, and I love doing it. It's just something that really resonates with me, which is cool. It might not work for you. Go find something that works for you. That's fine. I'm doing this fasting thing, 24 hours. I'm noticing even in just the first week some pretty awesome differences. I'm noticing like a little bit of whatever fat I have left around the midsection. I've never had a six pack. That's not what I'm going for. But this little bit of fat around my midsection is actually starting to slim down even a little bit too, which is pretty great. You know, I'm like, wow, these are some great things here. My arms over the past week and a half, my wife just said, oh my God, your arms are huge. So, well, this is what I've been doing. I also lowered my weights five pounds and I'm starting to go really, really slow been fasting twice a week and I'm going really slow. Time under tension, that's a different method you can incorporate into your lifting. The more time under tension, TUT, T-U-T, the more tears you're gonna have, the more micro tears you're going to have in your muscles and now with the higher HGH, it's going to infuse my muscles even more and repair them, build them bigger, blah, 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 burn more calories while I'm just sitting there. You get the picture, cool. Why am I telling you all this? Because choosing to live healthy is super important to me, and this is number three for you. You need to live healthy. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't have good food every now and then. Why? Because you can have good food every freaking day. I have good food every single day. Whether that's steak, whatever it is, you can find something that you like, but there's two things that I'm gonna tell you to stay away from that have worked for me. When I start to notice that I maybe put on three to five pounds, what have I been doing? The first one, is I've been drinking maybe some more scotch than what I should. I've talked about that a little bit here. Now, wine, red wine, on the other hand, I drink two glasses of red wine with my dinner every single night. For the polyphenols, and for men especially, it's really, really healthy for your heart to do this. It's awesome. However, if I have scotch multiple times per week, I'm only talking even like one drink a night, something like that, then I start to notice that I start retaining a little bit more water. This is just how my body reacts. And the second thing for me is refined sugars. If I've been having a lot of desserts lately, remember I said you can still have the stuff that you love. The key to this whole thing is moderation. Right? This is how I stay physically healthy, physically in shape, is moderation and staying away from these two things, especially in bulk. So I rarely ever have desserts. I will have them once a week max. It's really more like once every other week, and that's always on the weekend. That's what I restrict it to because that's one way I can just think to remember it. It makes sense to me. It, it works. Now, the other side of this is when you live healthy, when you treat your body right, your brain is going to function so much better. When I work out in the morning, some people do it at night, but when I work out in the mornings, I do it right after I eat breakfast. And it's a light breakfast, super high protein, almost no carbs in the morning. Then I go back and I have some carbs after I work out, refuel, and also some yogurt. When I do this first thing in the morning, it gets the blood flow into my brain. I have a noticeable productivity difference on days that I work out versus days that I don't. Now, I don't do this to look good primarily. Of course, I want to look good. 
I want to be thin. I want to look awesome because I do a lot of things on TV. I have a lot of speaking engagements. I've been in two movies now. It's what I do to look good is actually to fuel these other things because I'm going to connect with people and I'm just going to throw this out there. This is the truth of it because this is how society is. Being physically fit is a tool in order to achieve everything else you're going after, all of your goals, all of your dreams. It's a tool. And it's not just looking good. It's also how you feel and how you think that will help your productivity bust through the roof and crush these things. That's what it has to be. And that's what you have to do. You have to keep thinking down this road of, I'm going to live healthy, period. Guys, if that's not, this is right in the middle of this episode, but if that's not the one thing today, I don't know what is. That you have to live healthy. You have to make that choice. There is no try, according to Yoda. You just have to do it. And it doesn't matter what you think of yourself right now, because if you were like me, when that dude called me fat in the movie theater, you can hear that on a different episode. When that dude called me fat in the movie theater seven years ago, I immediately looked in the mirror and accepted where I was at. I lost the negative people around me that were just saying, oh, you look good. You, you wear your clothes well. That's negative. Because they weren't actually giving me the freaking truth. It's okay, guys. You can tell me how I look because if you're truly my friend, that's okay. And then I made the decision to live healthy. If you want to achieve things in your life that you want to achieve and you want to accelerate them, now you look at guys like Warren Buffett, the dude's, you know, super rich. Hey, if you're going after riches, glory, fame, you're still doing it wrong. And the dude has quite a bit of a belly on him. Now, when you get older, your metabolism slows down. I'm going to try to do as much as I can. When I get to that point and we're on like episode, I don't know, 8072 of All In with Rick Jordan and I'm 67 years old or I'm 79 years old, I will tell you what I'm doing then to try to stay healthy too because I don't know. I'm not there yet. I'm not exactly studying that. That's like double my life where I'm at right now. But right now, right now, I choose to live healthy and you can too. Oh, are you with me? I know it's tough. It's always tough to start. Once you start, it's tougher to stop. Once you start, it's more tough to stop. I hope you grab onto that today because you need to. Somebody listening needs to. A lot of people need to that are listening to this right now. No matter what that is, that could be losing weight, that could be a new job, a new career, repairing your marriage, repairing your relationship with your kids, whatever it is, living healthy will fuel all of that. Oh, I'm getting pumped. And we still have two more to go. That is so exciting. Yeah. Hey, thanks for going all in with me today. Subscribe to the show so you get the new episodes when they come out every Monday. Rate and review the show if you're listening on iTunes. Follow me on social media at Mr. Rick Jordan. As always, you can find links and references to anything we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. And finally, share this episode 
with someone who you think might be able to level up their life by listening. I am Rick Jordan and I approve this message.